think whatever industry you're in, yeah. uh, whether you're a doctor, a realtor, a lawyer, um, you got to stick to what you know. And if yeah. you want to grow in an area, take that opportunity to find a good mentor to, to lead you through right. that process. Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 155, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. My special guest today, Kate Valent, Esquire. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Hey, you're welcome. Now, Esquire, I haven't heard that very often. I feel like I should have, you know, lots of land and, you know, I don't know. Well, you should have lots of land <laughs> and, and we can help you with that. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So how did you get into law? Well, um, it started out with a psychology degree mm. and a desire to um, have a profession. And so law school seemed like a really good transition. Right. Um, really enjoyed it and made my way to Texas from New Jersey. Yeah. And, and now, like doctors, lawyers, and real estate agents need to specialize. How did you start to specialize in the, resident, in the real estate portion? So I always knew I wanted to be a trial lawyer from mm. the get-go, and mm. I wanted to do litigation. And so in the process, I found myself more recently really working with people facing problems in real estate transactions um, after coming to North Texas. It's growing so much, mm -hmm. and with the increase of sales, I was having phone calls from clients saying, hey, th this realtor or the seller failed to disclose this problem. Or this realtor decided to give me legal advice, which wasn't very good, and now I've got this larger issue. Um, and with with all of that happening, um, it gave me an opportunity to learn more and more about real estate law. Wow! So so let's dig into that. You know, well, first of all, so you're a specialist, just like the audience should specialize. One of the issues I see as a operator of a large firm is when our agents get outside their specialty. And that's a great point. So technically, as lawyers, we can't say that we specialize in something because oh. they go so far as to say, you know, you can be board certified, but you can't truly be mm. a specialist. Um, now, my focus, uh, right, the focus in my practice would be business litigation mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of construction and real estate. Now, for example, I have colleagues, their practices focus on uh trademark litigation or right. mergers and acquisitions. And so there's so many different subject matters, which is why it's so great to have a good team to to share those questions that you have a client who comes to you and it may not be in your realm of expertise. Yeah, and same with the audience. For those real estate professionals listening in, one of the things we see is, is when you work outside your focus, you know, a certain geographic area or a certain type of residential real estate, let's say versus commercial, and uh, where I see a lot of uh, issues come up is, is when they venture outside what they know and not connecting with another professional who can help, help guide them through that specialty. Right, and that's so important. I think whatever industry you're in, yeah. uh, whether you're a doctor, a realtor, a lawyer, um, you got to stick to what you know. And if yeah. you want to grow in an area, take that opportunity to find a good mentor to to lead you through right. that process. Now, one of the issues that our, our folks struggle with, though, is saying no, right? Particularly, you know, they're all self-employed. Um, I think you're a partner in the firm, so you, you, know, you have um, financial goals and objectives. Mm -hmm. And so to say no to somebody 
is hard, particularly when you know you got to put food on the table. So, so how did you learn um, uh, to stay within your focus and refer that business on to someone else? Well, I think the best business is knowing what you're good at, knowing your strengths. Mm. And if you want repeat business, you're going to be a good business person and know this is not my strength. This is not my area of expertise and finding partners, whether it's within your company or within another company that you can work with to grow and and make sure your clients are well served. Yeah. Well, so let's dig into a couple of the other uh, challenges we see. Uh, one of the things I see is is folks who knew something but, but didn't disclose. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that. That's a huge issue. And um, I've seen it on several occasions. I've got several cases right now involving that type of issue. Mm -hmm. um, I think, unfortunately, people think they're not going to figure it out. But if there's an insurance claim that was previously filed but the work wasn't done, um, if there was some physical indication uh, that was apparent, but maybe the inspector didn't pick it up, um, it can be a big problem. Yeah. And it's better just to get to put it out there, disclose it, and deal with it. And I often tell my clients in litigation cases, and you know, even the big ones, I say, look, it's better to tell me everything that's there, and then we'll deal with it. Right. Right? Yeah. And do you find... Um, it, 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 it's so funny that, you know, all these problems can just be solved with full disclosure, right? Just get it out there. It's true. Uh, versus holding back. Now, what about um, things where you see maybe the real estate professional step out of their bounds? Maybe they start to give some legal advice or uh, have you seen that? I have seen that, unfortunately. And so I would urge realtors to consider when they have a closing coming up and there's a lot of pressure, you know, they want to get the sale done, but maybe there's an issue that seems hairier. They're looking at the contract and, you know, they've seen some things happen and they may have opinions, but your analysis on that contract may very well be a, a legal opinion, which is beyond the scope of a realtor. And mm -hmm. so, that's a great opportunity to have a quick call with a lawyer to walk you through it and walk your client through it. Um, really, your client directly, not necessarily you. Um, right. Right. And then get ready for closing. Right. Yeah. What else do you see uh, pop up in your practice that, that the audience should should know about? Well, um, you know, I see a lot of construction issues. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's very important to make sure you have a good partnership with a good inspector. Inspectors have a limitation of liability um, that's typically very low, whether it's in their contract or otherwise. And mm -hmm. so um, it's so important to have someone that you know and trust that's going to do a good job in, in right. looking at all the issues when guiding a, a client through that process. Yeah. So having those service providers who, who you know uh, ha have good reputations, uh, provide good work um, as part of your team. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you have someone who's a yes man, mm -hmm. right? Because I've seen that as well. They have an inspector who's sort of yes man. Oh, this all looks good. This looks good. And then it comes out later that there wasn't something disclosed. The reality is the realtor has more on, on the line than the inspector because right. the inspector's limitation of liability is so low. Right. 
you know, one of the things I was just reading is a couple stories um, of real estate professionals who, who didn't do the right thing. They chased the commission and the closing versus serving the best interests of the client. Right. And whenever that happens, you as a litigator, I mean, you're going to use that in a sense, let's reverse the, you know, you're going to, you know, were you chasing a closing? Were you chasing a commission or were you really serving the best interests of the client? Right. And so at the end of the day, it comes down to your core values. When you go into the business context, you have to apply what those core values are. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, at JPAR, one of the things we do is we have a hashtag called exceeding expectations. And, uh, and our core values are putting the client's needs first, ahead of the commission, ahead of a mm -hmm. sale. And when we do that, things work. Right, and then more business comes. Yeah, I'm more sure. referrals. More and, referrals and yeah. Well, as we wrap up, anything that you'd like to share uh, w with the group? Uh, maybe how to get a hold of you or a website if they're in Texas or. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, thanks so much for having me on the show today. Um, again, my name is Kate Valent, and you can find my contact information on my website, uh, my firm website, solidcouncil.com. Solid Council. It's solid. solid. It's solid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my email is kate.valent at solidcouncil.com. There we go. Well, thanks for, for sharing. It's, it's, it's such a, an important topic. Um, uh, for, for us to discuss. And I know the audience is going to get great value from, from today. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Great. So until we see you again on another episode of Success Superstars, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Take care. Mm -hmm.